All right, welcome to another episode of Down by the Bank, sponsored by Brewers Pizza. Um, Brewers Pizza is Clay County's only uh, local brew pub uh, here in Orange Park, 14B Blanding Boulevard, Orange Park, Florida, 32073. Uh, if you're coming down Blanding, you'll see it on your right-hand side. Uh, they've got a pretty good deal right now. they got a, a really good pizza going on, a Swamp Chicken Pizza. So it's got mozzarella cheese, swamp sauce, gator tail, uh, the, the, it's pretty much Florida in a pizza, right? I mean, there hasn't been a bad slice of pizza I've had there yet. Uh, there hasn't been a bad beer I've had that there yet either. Uh, Pingo Head, you got it, you know, on tap. Take it with you, you know, whole list, whatever you whatever you need. So great place. And hey, it's not always the big, nice, shiny, fancy ones that that are good. This one is uh, this one is what I like to call one of the the, the, the hidden gems. Um, I wish it was closer to my house, but it's not. But we still we still make trips out there. I hear you, and you've got uh, JK3 and Derek here tonight, so we're gonna go over a couple things uh, really quick. You know, uh, OTAs mandatory OTAs, should we say, are uh, about to start on what Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time is passing. The draft is, gosh, feels like it was three months ago. It was you know late April. You know, we're already in the going into the second week of June. And organized team activities are about to get started. Key word there, organized. We're going to talk about that word here in a few minutes. Yep. So before we get into OTAs, man, um, we'll just talk a little bit about some of the things that have been going on. First of all, really cool from a jersey and apparel standpoint. But if you are a you know avid Jags fan or an avid uh, jersey or apparel collector. You know that a Mitch, Mitchell and Ness just put out a couple of throwback Jaguars jerseys. Fred Taylor in the white. Um, Fred Taylor in the teal. I think Baselli is a part of that. So it's about time some of these uh, these these national brands have finally sold the Jags love, right? Yeah. We get no respect being in a small market. The city of Jacksonville still hasn't recovered for from the terrible hosting that we did. As a Super Bowl, gosh, almost 15 years ago. So we've been really shied away from things like Mitchell and Ness jerseys uh, to, to, you know, to show the, the Jags history that we actually have a football history. Um, so, but hey, shout out to, to Mitchell and Ness for, for putting some uh, legendary Jags in, uh, on their website and, and selling their jerseys. It's, I might have to get me one. I don't know which one yet, but I might have to get me one. When you look at the, the past... And, you know, it's, and like I said, it's cool to see Mitchell and Ness actually, you know, doing the Jags right for, for a change. But when it comes to recent past, we need to put it to bed, man. Yeah. We need to put it to bed. Yeah. And what we're talking about here is we keep hearing, you know, play away from the Super Bowl. You hear local media and local radio, the, the station that covers the Jags, we play away for a quarter away from the Super Bowl or play away with and that was almost two years ago. Yep. Let it go. Yep. And we ain't worried about that. We're not even worried about that. Yeah. I hear you. I agree with you, man. You know, 2017 was the benchmark uh, of the year. It was, the, or excuse me, one of the benchmarks of the history. And, you know, it's time to move on for that. A lot of the times we compare and kind of look towards 2017 as where we're going and, you know, coming up one place short. The whole Miles Jack wasn't down thing. Uh, I'm personally putting it to rest right now. You know, it's 2019. 
um, you know, two seasons right now away from it. And, you know, the team is kind of revamp or kind of is a lot of revamping going on right now. And a lot of things that we're looking towards, uh, you know, here in OTAs and, you know, making sure that a lot of the things that we have left in the past, we are trying to bring forward. So Miles Jack wasn't down. It's great, but it's over with right now. Um, the boat has <laughs> sailed away. So the boat's gone. Um, you know, uh, so it's time to come up with a, a new positive and, and a new perspective for 20, 2019. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it, man. I am all for it. Um, I am very excited to see what uh, DeFilippo and, and Nick Foles can come up with as far as, you know, offensive game plan and scheme to bring some life back to this offense. It's going to be different looking, you know, down at your offense as, as fans to see a quarterback that has not just experience, but Super Bowl winning experience at the highest level. So when you look at the entire offense as a whole, there might be some new faces that you, you may not you know recognize. Uh, if you look at, you know, current depth charts, which really mean nothing, but hey, DJ Chark, we know he got drafted. You know, Keelan Cole's made some big catches. They've also both had some big drops. But they're not even in the top, you know, top three, top four right now. So, you know, with the signing of a couple of people like, you know, Pryor, uh, Conley, and, and, you know, Marquise Lee coming back, the team has a lot of faith in that, which I still question. But that's just my opinion. You're going to see some new faces. And you got to have some new blood because the old blood wasn't working. The thing about um, Keelan Cole, I, I love it, and I know that OTAs is all about you know shorts, shirts, you know making sure that your kid, your chemistry, all this stuff, everything. But I absolutely hate that Keelan Cole is making one-handed catches and making all these incredible grabs, uh, you know, verse you know ones, twos, the defenses, and everything else like that. But I, I reminisce back to last year, not 2017, but last year, 2018. And it's like he had that one catch against the Patriots, and then everything else was just was just garbage. Like, route running was garbage. The, his, his pass-catching skills were garbage. And to me, it's like I don't really have a short memory towards that. It's just like, dude, all right, I get it that, you, you know, you can make the one-handed catch and you can make the great catches on air. But why are we so quick to write this guy off as he may be another a potential person or there may not be a, a lot of uh, competition at the wide receiver spot? Yeah, I think we're quick to, to write him off because of the drops, man. You can't have those type of drops and play at this level. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about the you're talking about the, the National Football League. This is the cream of the crop. This is where it gets at. And I get it. He was undrafted, and, you know, he came out of nowhere. And, yeah, Blake threw ducks his ball. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But still, you can't drop the ball like he's dropped it. As our entire wide receiving core right. dropped the ball. So I think that's why he's getting some, some bad rap. And I think that's also why he's going to get another chance with a good quarterback. So when you look at that, you look at the tight end position and you look at the running back position, you know, the skill positions are where a lot of the offense is putting its focus in on, you know, how to attack based on what we're going to be able to put on the field. 
Yeah, and I think right now it's the time for the skill positions to show. You know, OTAs, when you start thinking about it and you start looking at a lot of the stuff that you see on on social media, if you follow the Jags, it's very much geared toward the revamp of the offense. So it's geared towards Nick Foles. It's geared towards Chark. It's geared towards, um, you know, a lot of the receivers right now that are actually making plays in, you know, shorts and T-shirts. So, of course, you know, you really don't want it to get it you know, blown up or anything like that right now, but it that's what it's geared toward. It, OTAs really does favor the offense, uh, you know, in this position because the defense can only be so physical. Um, you know, the, the defensive line, the linebackers, um, the, you know, the safeties, they can only be so physical right now, and it really gives you the offense, in my opinion, uh, OTAs favors the offense for you to be able to go out and get your timing right and get a lot of things done. We've got some new weapons on offense right now as far as Chris Conley goes, uh, Jeff Swain, um, the uh, the rookie, uh, jo- the, the, the the other rookie Josh uh, tied in right now that that that's really showing some uh, a, a couple of things, you know, at least on social media and a lot of practices you can't really. You know, comment on, and we're, we haven't gotten our press passes yet to be able to go out and, and, and see what the Jags are doing. Um, you know, on the OTA perspective, but it does favor the offense in this point, and it will, and that's what it's designed to do. Generally, when you look at a football team, the defense usually comes together faster than the offense because the offense is predicated on timing, and with the way that DeFilippo and Foles, you know, play to the Foles' strength. It's definitely going to be about timing. So that's going to be something that people are going to have to get used to. If we think that everybody's just going to come out and Foles is just going to throw and sling the ball around like he did in Philadelphia, it's not going to happen. It's going to take time. It's going to take effort. And it's going to take organized practices, not only mandatory, but also voluntary. So that one thing that you look at, too, is injuries. We cannot have any injuries. Please. Oh, God. Please. No injuries. Can't afford any, you know, he ran and planted on an outcut and he tore his ACL or micro fracture or, gosh, Achilles. Just hopefully that, you know, this team will be uh, fortunate enough to avoid that injury bug that plagued them so much last season. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen is already – you know, sat out a, a a couple of OTAs with a bruised knee, and I, I get it, it's a bruised knee, but once the injury bug gets into your camp, it spreads like a wildfire. And, you know, the injury bug is as fictitious as the Madden curse is, but it's a, it's a real thing. It, it's a real thing. Yo, you get it, the injury bug in your in your camp, and everybody's hurt. And so the thing that we want to try to avoid, you know, while watching these OTAs is just please just don't get hurt. I mean, no OT or excuse me, no ACL tears, no twisted ankles, because those things right there can legitimately set your team back, you know, kind of months. And and especially as us being so reliant on the defense uh, and and so reliant on the defensive, uh, you know, front. What if one of our corners, I'm not going to say it, I'm not going to put their names out there, but what if one of our corners you know, has uh, gets a torn ligament making a routine play. Or one of our linebackers, routine play, torn ligament. Uh, or someone gets a hamstring injury or an ankle. You know, something like that that continues to nag on and on and on and on in the season and becomes an excuse. So um, we want to try to avoid the, you know, the injury bug as, as much as we possibly can. But another thing, too, 
to kill the 2017 and, and to go back, I know we're jumping all over, but to go back to 2017, yo, this defense and a, a lot of the, the the things that we're counting on, only about five starters left, right? So about, yeah. so about half of the defense is going to be completely new. So to transition, what are some of the things you're going to be looking for on, on the defensive side that are going to uh, you know be different for you? Leadership. Leadership. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, some of the pieces are different. Malik Jackson's gone. Telvin's not playing. Paz, gone. Church, gone. Gibson, gone. Colvin, gone. Yep. Okay, I get it. Uh, Dante Fowler gone. All right, so that's six. That's six guys right there. Um, but when you look at the team as a whole, they still have talent around the you know on that defensive side of the ball. They can make plays. What we need is leadership. What we were missing last year was pause. Thought Telvin could probably come in and take that role. We definitely know Miles Jack cannot do that. Um, and it's not picking on Miles Jack. It's just that he's not the cerebral middle linebacker or linebacker. It doesn't have to be middle. Cerebral defensive player that we need. And what I mean by that is putting guys in position to make plays. We don't have that. And that's what we're missing. That's pretty much all we're missing on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, you know, they can talk about all that mumbo-jumbo three technique, four technique, you know, Strong side, weak side, you know, defensive lineman, you know, all, all that stuff. We need leadership, and we need it badly. So who do you think steps in and becomes the, you know, the vocal leader? I mean, I think Calais is the vocal leader on the defense, and, you know, you've seen sometimes uh, with uh, Yannick and, you know, a couple players that have really kind of come out and said that they're going to be the, the, the leader of the team. But who, who really does – take on that leadership standpoint? Who really does come in and take on that, you know, that, that band of brother, that, that person that you look for for when, when you're down, you know, 14 or when you're down 17 points and really just tries to keep you back into the offense or, excuse me, keeps you back into, you know, the game. Who Who's somebody that you're, that you're leaning on? Like in OTAs, who's the guy that you're leaning on right now? Is it Jalen? No. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, no, I don't think it's Jalen no, either. No, here's what it here's what it who it, it's not what it's who it has to be. When you look at, and let's use an example of a player like Paz. He was you know on the last you know legs of his career. You know, obviously he was struggling in pass coverage, but you know what he did well? He put the young guys in position to where they wouldn't get beat when they listened to him. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. So that's what we're missing. We don't have that. And the one person they thought could do it, Telvin, not only did he not do it last year, he's not even around. So the only person left is Miles Jack. He, your middle linebacker or your, your linebacker that sits in the middle, you know, when you're mostly in nickel, you know, the, the, the 4-2, 4-2-5, um, they're the ones that are usually in the, in the middle of the field able to make the calls and make the adjustments, communicate with the defensive line, communicate with the secondary on what they think the offense is going to do. That's not good, man. That is not good. I hate to be sitting here right before, two days before OTAs and trying to talk bad about our team because I want to see our team win just as bad as the next person. But that is not good. Well, I don't think it's talking bad. It's, I mean, it's just being real. You know, yeah. it, it, that, that's what it is. Well, it's just not, being real. Not, 
and, and it's you know I guess some people might call it being negative or but yeah it, it's I thought that we would be better than that I thought as a team we would be better than that but that just also goes back to leadership and coaching you know we haven't really replaced the the coaching that we've had since Gus Bradley I mean yeah it's still Marone's the new head coach but Marone was part of that staff and you know you got some instances where you know players may not be listening to coaches or you know they're not listening to management. They're, they're not showing up for voluntary stuff. They may show up for OTAs. We don't know. Um, doesn't seem too organized right now, does it? Well, I mean, you got a coach like Flip, and there's a couple people, you know, a, a couple offensive players and a couple thing, you know, people that have just come in and said they wanted to be there just because of what Flip can do and what he's done with the offense. Now, granted, some of the things that we have seen on social media, uh, you know, I love – that Foles is throwing a really good ball, um, you know, outside. And then some of the things that we've heard about from, from players that he's throwing you open and, and, and doing those things like that. Again, I'm not trying to, you know, get all crazy because OTAs is nothing but shorts and or shorts and, 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 and uh, short shirts and pads or what, or excuse me, what am I trying to say? Sh- jerseys and shorts, shorts jerseys you know, and shorts. That's, yeah. that's all that it is. But and you know we're still about you know a hundred days away from Kansas City, uh, being the first 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 game here. But you really don't figure out you know what you what you've got going on right now. But I think the thing that we're looking for is that cohesiveness, that team unity. And I can see Foles being that person. And this is strictly off of uh, off social media from the Jags. This is strictly off some of the the uh, the, the pictures that I've seen. I've seen Foles. You know, and, and him putting in the extra work and being with the wide receivers, being with the skilled players and things like that. But I haven't seen a lot of team unity from the D besides tug of war. Yeah. You know, I, so I haven't it's, seen that. So who, 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 who it comes, who, who, who becomes that, 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 that unity, that leader. Hey, they, they better develop one and develop one fast. I get, you know, everyone's, well, Calais can do it. No, Calais can't. Calais plays on the D line. Usually defensive linemen do not make calls. What we're talking about is someone not only that can lead the team, but also make the calls on the field for the team. We don't have that. We won't have it at all. Yeah. So you look at what's coming up. Let's let's define this now. OTA, organized team activities. We know what that means. Three days of mandatory, put that in quotes, football practice. Everybody's got to be there. All right. Con- so let's just contracts aside. Contracts aside, you got to be there. Everybody... Everybody's got to be there, but just take let's take a little short list of what's going on. Telvin's not there. Okay. Yannick and Jalen want to get paid. Fournette is fifty-fifty, just like his stats. I, I mean, and all right, okay. So let's let's go, again. All four of those guys are not only just players on the team, guys in that locker room. They are also instrumental parts of our football team to be successful and they all have individual problems that doesn't look so organized to me man well let's just i mean <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll address the elephant in the room and it'll probably be the last time we talk about it because telvin uh you know he he's already made it clear he's not going to be and everybody that's fo- fo- uh, you know follow the jacks knows that he's not going to be playing football for the next year and in my opinion, I don't think he's ever going to play another snap, snap as a Jaguar again. So, Telvin's gone. We have uh, Ngakwe, who is back and forth. He One minute he says he's going to be 
at the camp. On uh, the next minute, he's not there, and then you have Jalen, who has been absent from the voluntary OTAs. And I get it, him being absent from the voluntary OTAs. It is voluntary; he can do what he needs to do. But again, that's that leadership quality. Um, you know, Calais is there. A couple of veterans have been there, but that's the leadership quality um, that that we've got going on. And again, I think there has been more production and more cohesiveness on the offensive side. Now, granted, with a football team, you you, you ideally want cohesiveness on the offense and the defense. You want a band of brothers on, on both sides. But what I would hate to happen for this team is that we have you know the the pull and we've get everything we wanted from the offense that we've that we've been dreaming for for the last you know three years uh you know minus 2017 but still having you know that co that we want the cooperation we want the touchdowns and things like that and i would hate for the offense to continue to band together and then for the defense to just fall apart the defense is the defense is 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 our calling card it's saxonville so what I would hate yeah. for our offense to come together and then our defense, you know, it, it, it fall apart. And again, it's already looking like that because you have about five players, five to six players still left on this team from quote unquote Saxonville. We have this nationwide moniker right now. And I, and I feel that our defense isn't as band of brothers as, as we want it. Mm-hmm. It's not. Um, it's almost like... Th- the roles are reversing here. This is going to fall on coaching, the GM, Coughlin, leadership. This is what this is going to fall on because there's definitely things that just aren't right. And, yeah, we, we look at it now. It's like, oh, it's fine. When it comes, you know, comes game time, everybody's going to be on, you know, da-da-da-da-da and all this good stuff. You hope. But what happens? Yeah, you hope. <laughs> hey. What happens if we start the season off one and three? Mm-hmm. Do you think that everybody's going to be, oh, it's only, you know, 25%. You know, we, we got to fight hard, man. Let's go. Da, 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 da. They've been hearing that same speech now for two, three years, man. The guys we're talking about that we need to win. They've been hearing that same speech for two, three years. Don't read into the whole, to the, to the whole you know, team and camaraderie and, yeah, they might stick together, and yeah, they're 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 down for each other. And you see them on social media communicating, which I don't even know why people try to even get a rise out of them when they do do that. It's like you, they're not going to listen to you, okay? But at the same time, they got to look out for themselves because they've heard the same bed t- bedtime story over and over again, and we keep getting the same result. Yeah, I mean, so 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 that's what I'm saying is, when you have leadership, those things don't happen. You put those personal things aside, and you go out and you play the game and you play to win. But I mean, it seems uh, again like you, you like you're saying right now, and I completely agree with you. But if the the if the paradigm in the offense or excuse me in the locker room shifts to the offense, as far as the defense goes, you know, there's a lot of things that we're looking for. Uh, we're looking for a, you know, we're looking for help in this safety position right now. We're looking for a solution for Telvin. Um, mm-hmm. We're looking for more of a commitment from Jalen. Granted, if it is a contract dispute, it's still we're looking for commitment from him because right now, facts are facts. 
he's still under contract right now. You know, so yeah. that commitment, we're looking for, we're seeking a commitment from him. Um, we've exalted Jalen as, you know, the best corner in, in the league. We've exalted him as the best player on the team. And we've got this buy-in f- to Jalen, but Jalen's not there when we need him. Yeah, that's true. He Now... It's and, and granted, it's voluntary. I understand that it's voluntary. I understand what the definition of voluntary is. But if Jalen was a team first guy, he would be there. Yeah. Yeah, he would. He would. And even if it was like, you know, it was what, two, three weeks of voluntary. Okay, yeah, I can get here a week, but I got something to do. Right. You know, next week. A couple. Cool. A okay. couple of days. Yeah, a couple of days. But no, it's like, you know. You got guys saying, oh, I'm going to be there, you know, the whole time. And then after a couple of days, they're gone. So, and they all have their various personal reasons. But you got to look at this from, you know, a whole team approach. And we're just talking about the defensive side of the ball here. Offensively, the keys have been handed to Nick Foles, and he's the leader. Sure. That's what it is. Yeah. So, we're talking about the defensive side. It's supposed to be the strength of our team, okay? To me, it's in shambles. It's, it's very, you know, in shambles. The talent's there. Don't get me wrong. The talent is definitely there. Absolutely. But what about the cohesiveness? Because you can have a lot of great individual players, but you can still stink as a defense. I mean, you know, if you want to. <laughs> the word, the word, I mean, the, the, the talent is still there, but our, our, the talent may still be there, but are we still talking about 2017? I mean, think about no, it right no, now. We're not, we're, we're, we're not talking about 2017. Look, no, I mean, but, but look, that. but look at it though. We, we're only bringing back five to six starters right now. There's 11 men on the field. Yeah. So we, we literally got a little bit over half of the team that we don't know. We, we don't know. If Cody or Gerard or, or Jared or however you say his name are going to be the, the – the, is it free safety or strong? Gerard Wilson. Gerard Cody Wilson Davis, and yeah. Cody Davis. Are they going to be the, the, yeah. the safety – or is it strong safety or free safety? Because I know uh, – It's free. Free safety. Ronnie Harrison's going to play strong. Okay, so Ronnie's playing strong, and which he showed over the last six games last year, half the year, that he can play strong safety. I understand that. So we got free safety right now that we, we have no idea where we're going. Uh, you know, with, with with that role, and there's only two guys that I think that are actually in camp for that. And then you know, you the linebacking core, the linebacking core is, is vital to a team. You have to have a good linebacking core. If your linebackers are trash, then you know that 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 eats up a lot of you know your tight end play, your tight end coverage, your flat coverage, and you get you get killed. And maybe, you know, second and short, third and long, you know, situations, everything. So right now we've got Miles Jack. You know, we hope the rookie from Murray State is a is is decent. You know, and then on top of that, as far as when this team goes in the nickel, you you hope uh you know that they're able to still recover from from losing Colvin. So there's a lot of pieces that are missing on the defense, and the thing that I'm so worried about coming into OTAs is that the off the the paradigm is shifting to the offensive side side where we've got a leader here, we've got people building. Fournette is still here. Granted, he may be gone like a week or two or later, and everything else like that. But you know, I think the the cohesiveness is switching again from the offensive side. Or excuse me, from the defensive side to the offensive side. I really do. And if it does switch, that's okay. You know, um, there's a lot of different things that 
when you when you have talented corners and talented defensive ends, there's a lot of things you can't hide. The one thing you cannot hide is to play up the middle. Uh, that's important uh, as far as the, the seam seam routes and and uh, playing on the on the hashes and as far as uh, when what I mean by that is playing along the middle of the field between the the two hash marks. Uh, if you if you look at a lot of plays, especially in play action, that's where the ball gets faked to the running back. There were a lot of plays where tight ends would. Uh, get behind the linebackers and they would you know get deep crossing routes uh pick up those long third and 12s that get annoying you know when you're supposed to be getting off the field um but you really just my point i'm trying to make is we're supposed to be heading into otas where you see a lot of teams around the league that are ready to get after it and i don't hear that same buzz that i hear from other teams now granted we don't have to be like every team right i'm not saying that but what I am saying is we should be together. And I hope that we are. I hope everybody reports. I hope there's no issues of, you know, contract talk. They push that stuff to the side. The only person, in my opinion, that has something to gripe about, about any type of contract or money in that locker room is Yannick Ngakwe. Of course. Jalen will have his turn. Jalen will definitely get his turn. But Yannick Ngakwe is the only person that has a gripe to, to complain. Although, yeah, he's still on the contract, so he has to be there, according to the team. But they, they need to look at that. They really need to look at that. And I put that on, and I'll go ahead and say it, uh, our, our GM. You know, I put that on, not not Coughlin. I put it on our GM because, you know, I don't really like him anyway. I think he should be gone. And just the way he does things sometimes, I think it ruffles some feathers. I mean, of course, Ngakwe's got every reason to, you know, to, to sit out or decide to do a holdout, which he's not. And he's shown that commitment of being there for the voluntary. I don't, you know, and, and one of the things that I see, too, is that he's there for a week, he's gone. He's there for a couple of days, he's gone. That's my idea of a voluntary OTA. I'm here, but I don't have to be here. I'm here for a couple of days, I'm doing this, but I don't have to be here. I'm not going to be here for every OTA because, again, I'm out getting my strength and getting my conditioning done and everything else like that. I would much rather have a player like Ngakwe and be more apt to give Ngakwe the contract and pay him first before Jalen only because he's doing, you know, the, the team and slash uh, voluntary thing. So he's playing a good side of, uh, of balancing the fence. Jalen is trolling the Jags. Jalen is OTAs. You know, you see him on Instagram. You see him on social media, you know, doing some of the things that he's doing. Granted, I understand and I know that he is the best corner in the league right now. Or excuse me, one of the best. I'm not going to say the best. One of the best corners in the league. But as far as a team standpoint right now, there's got to be a, a, a thing where you are a a. Sometimes you have to show some some care for the team. I understand mm-hmm. you want to get your coins. I understand you want to get all the sponsorships and everything else like that and get everything that's deserved to you. Granted, you've been working your entire life for this. But as far as a team cohesiveness and a team, you know, gel, imagine how that defense would be flying around if he was there. Yeah. Imagine It'd how be. they'd be flying around. We don't see yeah. any It'd highlights. Be, be I haven't seen any highlight. Of the defense making the play in these voluntary OTAs, I have not and, seen and, one. And those are just, you know, like you said, you know, pads and short highlights, man. But do they I'm matter? Just saying, no, though, but, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I want to see. Okay, so we got Nick Foles throwing a pass to Keelan Cole, and we've seen how many drops from Keelan. 
Like, le- legitimately. How many drops have we seen him? And then yesterday, I see this guy making an incredible one-handed catch. Granted, it was five yards. It was something that was, you know, uh, athletically pretty cool. But, again, I want to see the defense. I don't care if it's the fifth round or the, the one of the the uh, undrafted free agents from, you know, St. Mary Catholic University making a defensive stop. <laughs> I want to see a defensive stop. I have not seen one defensive stop on this or, team. Or an undrafted, uh, or an undrafted free agent all, from Kentucky all, Westlake. Yeah. All, all, I see, all I see and all I hear is I see Keelan Cole making these catches and I hear about Gardner Minshew getting picked off um, you know, in the in the in the end zone, or I hear about another guy making a defensive stop. I want to be able to see that visually. I want to see that you're showing, and the defense has that cohesiveness again because we are Saxonville. Our calling card is the defense, and right now I really don't feel like our defense is as gelled as they are. Maybe it's because I haven't got my media pass in the mail. Tad, holla at me. Get our media passes in there. Get my credentials. Get, get my credentials there. Me, Derek, Corey, we need our credentials. Maybe we can report on that. You know there. But for, from what I'm seeing on an offensive side, uh, that the paradigm has shifted over to the offensive side of the ball. You might be right. You might be right, man. It, it's it's tough. And as a as a fan base, as a, as a, the city of Jacksonville, we want to see our team win. And, and dang it. Defense is what got got us to this point of excitement. Now we have a new shiny toy as far as a good NFL quarterback. There's supposed to be balance, and right now I see some shaky balance on paper. On paper. So, but OTAs are Tuesday through Thursday. Um, we really need to you know, hope that, you know, one, there's no injuries. Yep. Two, that everybody reports there's no drama. Mm-hmm. And three, they need to get that Yannick deal done. Yeah. So hopefully we, we those three things happen. They, they they get some unity together. The players get to know one another. Uh, and, you know, and there's some guys, obviously, that are, they've been here for a while, so they know each other. But I'm sure. talking about the new guys that come in. And we want to see some competition between Conley and, and Terrell Pryor versus, you know, Jalen and, and and, uh, and company, so that that's what OTAs is all about, right there. Uh, but at the end of the day, let's just get out with no injuries. Yeah, and we we need to just take that and accept that. But um, that's all we got for you. I, I don't know if uh, JK3 has any more uh, passionate comments. I felt like he was he was preaching to me a little bit <laughs> for, for a few minutes, y'all. <laughs> I, I was I, I'm evangelistic about the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just saying, though, man, at least spread the love. You know, before we before we wrap, man, so what are some of the things you're going to be looking for here in OTAs? Um, Dude, just what I said, no injuries. Yeah. Just nobody. Yeah, you might pull a hammy, pull a calf, something like that. I can deal with that. Please, no non-contact injuries. Yeah. None of that stuff. They step out one way and they tear an ACL or their Achilles. Yeah. None of that stuff. Please. I'll take Anything else? Pulled hammy, strained calf muscle, forearm, um, broken toe. A forearm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take any of that. Just none of the non-contact stuff, please. Yeah. Um, so. you know, just to, to, to answer my own question, man, honestly, I want to see uh, 100% participation. So, of course, I want to see you know everyone there 
for the for the next three days. And I, I want to see some defensive highlights, man. I really want to see what this camp and, and how they try to you know kind of turn up with Jalen being there. I want to see how they are uh, you know with with uh, DJ Hayden as the the nickel. I want to see how they're running with full strength. And again, I'll be looking out for the linebacker play and then also the free safety play, man. I mean, because, again, we already know what Ronnie Harrison is going to be able to do. And I think that between the linebacker position and the free safety position, those are open season right now with with uh, with Telvin being out. So, of course, some of that stuff. Uh, obviously, I'm a defensive guy. I think defensive defenses win championships. So, of course, I'm looking for that. But again... If Foles is out there throwing rockets and throwing throwing lasers, you know that that that's great. But again, we're in shorts and uh, helmets. Everyone, don't get too excited. Training camp is you know one some of the stuff that we'll look for, right? Yeah, that's right. You know, basically in shell. So three days of fun, and then it's back to uh, baseball. So um, <laughs> guys, we, hey, we appreciate you guys listening. As always, uh, you know, shoot us a review, uh, five star on iTunes. Hey, that would be great. If you want to leave something less than that, hey, tell us how we can improve. Or drop us a line on Twitter. We're always welcoming, you know, open discussions about our team. Because, hey, at the end of the day, we all just want to see our team get W's. So uh, we appreciate you. Thanks for listening. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.